Yo, 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 what's up, Droplets? Um, Devin's back in the house. So, anyways, for those of you who are just joining me or just found this, um, that's pretty awesome. Um, this is the top super late albums of 2017, and I apologize that I haven't done a podcast in a little bit. I was, um, you know, working on this as well as basically just going to concerts of a particular artists on this list so that I'd have that to um, talk about as well and share. And so um, we're just going to dive right into it. So if you want to follow me along on your phone or um, desktop is preferred just because it works a little bit better that way, but you can definitely follow me on, my, on your phone. Um, so just open up your browser and go to www.liquid sessions and that's l-i-q-u-i-d-e-s-e-s-s-i-o-n-s dot com and so we'll jump onto here um this is my page um it's definitely uh i love rain so it's like liquidy themed and it's also um very contemporary um setup and i did change a little bit of it so if you guys want to check it out, um, for people following along too on YouTube, uh, you can see what I'm looking at. Um, and then it just goes through different reasons of uh, why I made this top 10, why I love music, and then it shows my Instagram. And um, since I am a chef, it shows different dishes I've just made um, just in my house recently since uh, I'm not currently working right now um, with that. And so... Um, the obsession too, if you're following along, is um, it's just my Instagram and it shows like all my concert paraphernalia and a lot of different concerts um, and autographs I've gotten from old school bands and things like that. So you could definitely check that out. So what we're going to do is we're going to jump into the podcast tab just right up here at the top. And once you click on that, you'll see the super late top albums of 2017. And so... Um, with that, it's uh, just what I said, and then their award, their awards, and you can listen to this exclusive podcast read through on iTunes or your Android devices or Google Play um, under Liquid Sessions, um, just spelled out the exact same way that I spelled it for the website, and then you can also listen to the soundtrack of this um, on Spotify by clicking the title within this blog or searching for the super late top albums of 2017 on Spotify. So we'll just click on that. And then um, I'll just click on this really quick to show you. So this says it's clickable. And that means it's title. And so um, it's nice. You just go to that. And then they'll open up and they'll say um, log in, you know, or sign up. And then it has my logo and then the title of the playlist. And so you can follow along with the songs that I have on there. And so you can sort of cheat your way and go look at that right now and see what artists I have on there. But I'm going to explain that. Um, and we're going to do that right now. <coughs> Excuse me. So um, they say no files and it looks like it's blank. Um, that's because uh, right now it says if YouTube and your podcast links are not working, uh, live recording is in process. So I'm doing that right now. And then you can download, share, and then subscribe if you can, if you want, you know, that'd be awesome, um, to Liquid Sessions um, on either your iTunes or Google Play, and then also through the YouTube channel. 
So here we go. Um, the 2016 honorable mentions. I just decided to do this um, just because there's some albums last year that always make a list. And so I could probably post that. I don't know if I'll go as in depth um, with those artists, but I might. Who knows? Um, so last year, which was actually two years ago since it's 2018, you know, these are always one year behind because, you know, a lot of artists do release some of their um, albums and content, um, even singles, you know, late in October, um, fall area. And so um, I think they do that. If I was a marketing person, I'd either do it at the probably at the very end like that as well just because then people will remember it, you know, and they're like, oh, it's fresh in their mind and with the reviews and things like that. And so um, we'll see how this year turns out. But um, the honorable mentions uh, for 2016, uh, the first band is Water Parks, and that's Double Dare. And um, you can see this album <coughs> online as well. It's got a yellow background. It says Water Parks, like in a wave font. And then it says Double Dare, and it's got a grenade with a bunch of um, grapes or blueberries. It looks, maybe they're grapes, I don't know. Yeah, it looks like grapes, there's a vine. And so I haven't really looked at that. I actually thought they were grenades. Um, but anyways, so I'm a sucker for pop. And when I heard the beginning of uh, Hawaii slash Stay Awake, I was pretty happy and excited to see what awesomeness water parks were about to unfold. I love their book. Blacklight album, as well as their Cluster EP. Um, one of the songs I loved on that was Unnatural Be- uh, Blue. Um, and that was on their EP as well. So they sort of combined them, you know, since they were sort of new. And that's a great fucking song. So when you listen to that, um, it's just one of my favorites. And then that progressive riff that they have in there at the beginning. Oh, man. <laughs> it kills me every time. I love it. And so um, one of my favorite lyrics on that album is from the song Gloom Boys. And it says, I like happy songs with titles that don't match at all. So spin the bottle in your brain and uh, match your weakness with your with a na- with that name. With the name. Man, I can't read right now. With the name. And so um, <clears throat> that right there is just a sweet, I don't know, a sweet lyric because a lot of people... Um, feel like they have to label a lot of things and so that's basically what they're talking about you know and then you're taking a chance you know with those labels and whatever you're labeling yourself um it is like spin the bottle which is a game of chance and so then once you figure out what your label is then you can match that you know that weakness with your name and so um this album all around is very enticing and was put together for the pop scene youth. From the song Royal to I Wish I Was Royal But I'm Not, which is one of the awesome lyrics, because a lot of people uh, love doing that and wanting to think that they're royal and stuff. Um, and that one little girl, whoever, I think she's like nine years old, little Tay, or whatever her name is. Um, yeah, she's like crazy. She's like, has all these Lamborghinis supposedly you know and it's like thrown around like ten thousand dollars like it ain't shit and so um it's, it's just more entertaining and funny um but i did just read today that she uh her mom got in trouble she said that she 
decided to quit her job, but it was almost like she was going to get fired because I guess one of the houses that she was in was um, one of uh, her clients. She's a real estate agent, so who knows? Um, that sort of makes it seem like she's full of shit. Um, so whatever. But anyways, um, she's pretty interesting. And so, um, also one of the tracks I love on that album is, uh, Made in America. And one of the lyrics off that is it says, we expect everything and expect nothing less. We were made in America, which is just one of my favorite lyrical songs. It just shows how two-faced we can be, not just Americans, but as a whole society. We hide behind an anonymous black screens. Um, and so with that, you can definitely check out. The songs made in America, Royal, and then um, one of my other ones that I like is Little Violence, which is um, it's very catchy. Like all those, all these songs that I'm gonna be talking about on these random albums are gonna be um, I don't know, fairly awesome and cool and catchy. And then the lyrics, of course, are always awesome. Excuse me, I gotta take a drink really quick. <coughs> All right, so the next one is uh, for 2016 Honorable Mentions is Two Door Cinema Club uh, Game Show. And this album cover is pretty cool. It's uh, like cellophane in the background. It's got um, uh, a very neon purple, bluish, and green. Um, uh, sorry, uh, horizontal uh, cubes, like slices um, down, and it's in one two three so it looks like it's uh you know underneath each other if that makes any sense um but it's a pretty cool album cover um and this album's just a little different it's a little catching you off guard and it's um quite a bit different from what you as a listener are accustomed to with um two-door cinema club it is missing those catchy little fucking riffs put out by sam halliday um, like in their albums, uh, tour is history and beacon. However, it is more flowing and synthesized to a degree of greatness. It's a little more chill and a little more disco. And um, with those, you can check out Fever, Game Show, and Invincible. Um, I really like this album. Um, it was a uh, very very well put together because they sort of went a tiny bit of a different direction you know it very is more uh poppy and upbeat and um you'll find that out you know while listening to those songs and um just i don't know like it's a it's cool um one of my friends him and i were talking about this a couple of years ago about how the uh, entertainment industry and songs in general are getting more disco and poppy and have a really good baseline beat. Um, a lot of them are improvising off of, uh, you know, Michael Jackson, in my opinion, um, with some of the baselines and stuff that he does, you know, like in Beat It and things like that. But yeah, um, definitely check out this album as well so here we go uh the top upcoming artists and albums of 2017 so i sort of made them like awards like if i were to give out an award to 
a musician, you know, this is what it would be. And also just um, how awesome these albums are. And in some of the categories, there will be more than one artist. Um, just because I wasn't able to, you know, I can't really narrow it down just because each of them were so enticing and different. And a lot of a lot of these artists, like their albums were like their best album, if not like their second best album, in my opinion. So the top upcoming artists and albums of 2017, the upcoming alternative artist goes to Sir Sly and that is Don't You Worry Honey. And their album is um, it's just amazing. Uh, backgrounds white says sir sly like in a dry erase marker like as if you were writing it out on um on notes on your iphone or something and then um it says y a and b t um which i think i'm not sure exactly what that means i should probably look into that i guess we could check really quick um Usually where I go for that is I go to genius.com and then um, we'll definitely check it out and see what they say here really quick. So go to Sir Sly, click on them, and then we'll go check out their albums. Um, this is one of my favorite sites to check everything out. You know, it tells you how many people have viewed it as well as, um, you know, just some different things like that um and then people put their opinion um sometimes it's factual um for the most part it is and no one's really said anything let's see um this person says don't you worry honey is a tribute to the events that shaped landon's life following the release of sir Sly's first album you haunt me and so um the here we go the why a-M-B-T on the album art stands for You Are My Best Thing and is tattooed on one of Landon's forearms. And I actually remember seeing that when I met him. Um, we'll actually just leave that up because I'll probably go back to it. And then they have their little ghost uh, logo that's in the corner as well um, on that. And then this is 5 and 10 and 12. Um, so like a tally you know like it's five and then there's a hash and then it's five and then a hash and then two and then it has a line running through it and then in the corner it has a yellow red and blue um like dry erase again like a marker and um they're in squares and that's probably representing the band members it because there's only three of them um, which is insane if you listen to this album you think there'd be at least one more person in the band but they make it work that's awesome so this band i have a special place in my heart just because of how fucking tragically real life craziness scenarios this particular album can put you through and it's sort of an all too relatable roller coaster of emotion you can feel fucking deep it's beautiful really to give you a small backstory from what I can understand was that the lead singer Landon Jacobs went through a fucking string of a bad year. He was recently divorced 
went through his own personal hell just to find out that the universe was like, nah, we're going to make things even more tragic and have your mother die of cancer. But consequently, um, you and your band will put out an album that will change people's lives with your undeniable lyrics and musical talent transparency. Um, hashtag I'm a dreamer stuck in the real world and hashtag I'm a dreamer stuck in a nightmare. Um, and then it says check out and run tripping and oh mama. So <clears throat> I haven't really heard a lot of this band. Um, the first song that I did here um, was you haunt me, but I didn't really get into them until their um song high um which is back here um is this background right here if you're following along on youtube and um that song's awesome i love it i love the lyrics in it um you know it's their highest one that they have uh um, genius just with that they've had over 56,000 people view it and then um, yeah it's just it's just awesome because their course that says it feels good to be running from the devil another breath and I'm up another level it feels good to be up above the clouds it feels good for the first time in a long time now and so if you take everything that just happened to him um, his divorce and you know, his mother passing away, which um, I'll get to in a second. Um, well, let me just go to it now. But um, the, al the song Oh Mama is the one that I would um, say to definitely check out. And it's, it's super fucking emotional just because... He actually has a voicemail um, of his mom on the album. And he talks about, you know, he's living in San Francisco and his whole world is ending. And um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just something crazy. Um, he has... His, this recording from his mother and it says hey love dev it's mom and I saw I missed a call from you which broke my heart and then she sort of fake sobs and she's like but um anyway I miss you terribly and hopefully you can call back and maybe I don't know if you needed something or you're just calling to say hi but I don't need anything I just wanted to say hi I love you bye um Super, super fucking powerful. Um, you know, like, it just shows how much that she loved him and how close their relationship was just in that little bit, which is very um, crazy and impressive, you know. And after she says bye on that, um, it goes into a course and it says one day, I'm going to sing with you again, oh mama. One day I'm going to sing with you again, oh mama. No, it's true. And then um, during that part, it has a, a chorus, like a choir, singing that in the background with it. And 
it's just so powerful like if you if you listen to this album and really like look at the lyrics you know you like suggest you go on genius so while you're looking at it, you can read cool things about it um different you know different lines that they have and um a lot of it is a interpretation um most of it is based on fact that like i was saying like a lot of people do um like cite articles or you know different uh magazine um issues that they have where they're talking about it and the crazy thing was that when i had met him um you know, I was thinking the whole time, I was like, so what am I going to say to him? Like, what could I say that would make it super impactful? And the awesome thing was that um, I was outside in the rain, actually, like, at this place called Kilby Court. And inside, it was just so hot because it was um, a bunch of people inside this like three car garage is what it is and then then the stage is right there and it was i just didn't want to be in there um just because i had gotten done with dialysis that day and so with that super wears you out and um i had one of my friends uh come with me uh named tim and we we're sitting there and just you know, watching it from outside because they have like a a window that you can look at through, um, through that into the stage like a plexiglass, and then they have actually you know like a place to stand up so you can look inside and watch that and you can hear everything pretty good and um, I'll probably post some videos. Um, I'm gonna have to get I'm gonna have to compile you know everything that happened that night. But anyways, this huge fucking thunderstorm came through, and um, just got me and my friend drenched and then these girls on the side of us were drenched and we were just having like a fun time and we were like yeah the true fans you know we're braving the elements outside and stuff and he actually had a shout out to us um sitting out there he's like man he's like it's coming down out there he's like you guys uh must be uh you know getting cold and it wasn't getting that cold which is sort of interesting because it is utah and they do have pretty cold rain like it's nothing like missouri where i grew up where it's you know uh humid and nice and you can actually go out and fucking play in the rain um and so we're sitting there and we're just having a good time and then he walked over to us and um i'm trying to think exactly what song it was that he was singing um let me see if i can figure it out um i think it might have been alter he was singing alter and he came over and like put his face up against the glass and started singing and it was just pretty awesome and so uh i was he wasn't the first band member that i went to after um i got done you know i also uh went to the bassist and like the keyboardist i guess you could say and then the drummer and um it was pretty cool. I'm just looking up their names right now. Um, really quick. So, uh, Jason Sowido and Hayden Copeland. Um, and so I went up to those band members and, um, 
talked to them and it was pretty cool because we were well we were just sitting there and then this dude was like hey you guys like girl scout cookie and um if you don't know what he's referring to he's uh referring to a uh type of strain of a uh, weed and he had this like rolled up joint but it was like janky it was like it had it looked like it almost broke in his pocket which was nice that it didn't um but as uh the other band members were putting away their stuff we you know we had a hit of that with him and me and then the other two so i can officially say i smoked a joint with uh more than half the band and so um that was a lot of fun and so after i did that um i was like hey so is landon coming out and he's like oh yeah he's right through there and so uh we walked around and then um came back uh to the opening where the main opening is for the people that um enter into the concert and so we're sitting there and uh luckily you know he was nice enough and wanted to hang out with us and um i just i don't know i didn't really know what to say but i just looked at him was like dude i was like thank you so much for your album um thank you for inspiring a bunch of people you know that album was very influential and i'm really sorry you know about your mom that um you know cancer fucking sucks and you know that was it and then he's like dude he's like thank you so much and he's like yeah hey so let me sign um your poster that i had and so uh i'll definitely get uh some pictures of that and put them on here um you know just make it sort of exclusive so you guys come back and check it out and you know it's just amazing like it was it was sort of very surreal um just because that song high was just like getting blown up in radio play and their music video is fucking awesome too and they have this thing called the brain and it's just a uh like a foam brain but huge like i don't even know how big it is but i'd probably say it's like 12 by 5 maybe 10 by 5 and it's encased in it and then it lights up and changes different colors um so it's pretty cool um the next one that we're gonna do is the upcoming alternative hip-hop artist which was k-flay and her album everywhere is somewhere and the sum and the where isn't connected and so um if you read it like that you know it's like everywhere is you know i guess wherever you make it and uh her album has um taxi receipt and then it has it says everywhere on the side of it and it's got 12 cents so a nickel and then dime stack on top uh with one cent flipped up and then one on heads and then the receipts going semi over it and so um and then it was sort of interesting she did it at four seven seventeen at eleven eleven and then for the where it says you and then miles is one point one zero is that 110 yeah it's one point one zero and then the fare was zero and then it says change uh dollar sign now 
and then tip dollar sign scale total dollar sign free and it says kflay and it says thank you have a very nice day and it says for service call 800-845-4002 so let's see we'll jump on genius really quick see what they say about this album um you know and whatever this is for the most part i'm learning about it with you guys as well and so let's see what it says about that taxi receipt or if anybody says anything about it um i wonder it doesn't say anything it just says it was released april 4th 2017 um and the total amount that people have viewed this is 337,500 um and so yeah it doesn't actually say anything about that and so, wonder if it says anything on that deluxe one just checking this really quick and doesn't say anything either on that it just says that it was released january 12th 2018 for the deluxe version um let's see if i click on dreamers if anything if anybody says anything and so yeah they don't really say anything so I'm not going to lie, when I first heard the first song, Dreamers, I was like, okay, I see what's happening. But when Blood in the Cut came on, I was like, yes, this is the K-Flay that I adore and love. The K-Flay that had that rawness and beauty in the lyrics and the flow. I was first introduced to K-Flay on sort of a total accident. My homie Jay and I were making food and listening to a random playlist on Spotify and a remix of her song can't sleep and then came on and then searched make me fade um which was a remix both those were remixes by dj vanik or now vanik um and i was instantly hooked um he does just a really good job of like you know putting that edm beat to the song and it was just really cool how he incorporated the lyrics and the drops and the breakdowns so shout out to dj vanek that was fucking sick um the shitty thing was that we could barely find anything on her like nothing at that time was on spotify or even title at that point apple had not launched apple music yet and then we finally found something on the internet um her album life as a dog had just came out even now as i'm re-listening to it it takes me back to one of the best fucking summers I ever had in Utah from a new apartment, new me, to the 4th of July, to making awesome friends, losing some, and then just rocking out to this in my Audi Quattro uh, convertible. It was an Audi TT. And, you know, top down, of course, cruising around and getting lit in canyons, having awesome talks about life. So just back to this album. <laughs> Man, that bass line and blood in the cut. It's like an old modern rock rap of dopeness. It reminds me of something that could be like on Death Proof by Quentin Tarantino. And high enough, that song has an eerily awesome feeling of uh, the Pixies song, Where's My Mind. I was wondering when she was going to do a song about drugs or some sort of substance abuse. Um, she had done an interview done by radio.com and explained the meaning behind it perfectly. Um, you know, who would have thought? So there's so many songs out there about getting fucked up. 
I think part of me was asking the question, what if I'm already high enough? What if I don't need anything but what I've got? There are many moments in my life, whether it's because of a person or a place, that I don't want to feel altered or high or buzzed. I just want to feel exactly what I'm feeling. That was Kay Flay, um quote from that Radio.com article. So, yeah, some if not most of those feelings are the best. When you can be content, when you can take in those moments without an alter, uh, adulterated look, outlook. Basically, we are in a big pharma greed-fueled world that wants to have each and every one of us become some sort of substance abusers. Um, they call it the they bottle it and call it medicine, and that hashtag is the lyric. Um, and the reason I do those hashtags um, is just for sort of indexing for right now. But also, I've been, um, you know, it'll be good for me when I can start doing contests and do different hashtags. And I have quite a few things um, done pertaining to that. But um, with this album, uh, each business, you know, but each business to their own, if that makes sense. You know, every business, you could probably find a wrong thing in it. You know, um, we live in a crazy digital world, you know, from data mining um, everybody to, you know, tracking them to, you know, people just doing drugs because um, it is hard out there. You know, like the the rent for one it's just astronomical compared to what it used to be. You know, they used to have a decent wage back and forth um, with that to accommodate for inflation, but no one's really raised minimum wage yet. And there's a lot of skepticism. If you do it, that, you know, just drive the cost of everything else up. And so there's just a lot of pros and cons to different things in that nature. But, um, yeah, you know, as far as like a pro and con, um, a pro for Big Pharma for me is that it's keeping me alive for one, you know, um, without modern medicine, like I wouldn't be alive right now. And so with this album, it has a great mix of an Indian electronica uh, mixed with rock and wrapping your socks off in champagne. And so in her song, Champagne, I feel like something like this happened in real life. And so this random girl wanting attention was like, well, um, she like, um, you know, can't rap like Busta or Missy. And then K-Flay, I could envision her taking a long hit. She shotguns one beer, opens another one, takes a sip and says, bitch, hold my fucking beer. Um, and then she just goes off. And so that song Champagne, uh, when you listen to it, she does, she, she fucking spits like amazing. Um, and if you like try to rap it, you know, it's, uh, it gets a little complicated. It gets a little tongue twisted, like a torn pilots. So, um, K-Flay is us, you and I, she is, uh, the heart on your sleeve conveyed through, uh, the adolescence of pushing a new definite 
uh, sorry, a new definition of music. So she's pushing a new definition of music. Um, in my opinion, like uh, when I saw her, um, I saw her at the loading dock a while ago in Utah. And basically what it is, is it is like a loading dock. It's just a fucking dock with a, you know, like a shipping container, you know, as a background and like it goes through the sides like that. And then, um, you know, super crowded. I think it can only hold like a capacity of maybe like 250, 300 people. And so it was very intimate. And that was when her uh, album Life as a Dog was out in I just went nuts, you know, me and my homie Jay, that when we found her, I was like, dude, we got to go, excuse me, check her out. And I was going to, I had some extra tickets for some friends, but they bailed. So it sucks to be them because it was fucking sweet. And I probably should have stayed and got her autograph. I even told my homie that I wanted to do that, but we had to get to work like super early in the morning. He had to make up some hours, so we had to be there, I think at six in the morning. And then come to find out when we fucking woke up. Um, I woke up at seven to get there by eight and he was like, yeah, dude, uh, they told us to not come in for a little while because the network was down. And I was like, oh, I was like, see, I was like, I should have just gone with our instincts and got her autograph. But she did shout out to me on Twitter. Um, and that was pretty cool because I just gave her a shout out and said that was fucking awesome. And so. Let's see here. So, the songs to check out on that album, um, I would say, are High Enough and Blood in the Cut and Champagne. So, on to the next artist, which is the upcoming pop artist, which is Lau. Um, and he doesn't have any albums right now. They're all just singles. And so, I just took a basic, you know, uh, screenshot of whatever his album this one could be and it's uh just a single for and it's got a blue rose stem so it's a stem a green stem with a blue rose and the blue rose looks like it's like bleeding out um it's like it got an ink puddle you know um so i didn't really really get introduced to uh wow until i went to see my homie jay that i was just talking about in idaho and his uh team atlas divine in his new collaboration with nick gilmore spawned a badass cover of i like me better which you can find on my personal spotify playlist um liquid sessions new shit as well as um on that list i was telling you about for uh the top super the top super late album for the super late top albums of 2017. Man, this is a tongue twister because I keep on wanting to say top first. Um, so I had been living under a rock at that time with new music and artists emerging as I was tied up in getting my website and figuring out how I wanted to deliver my book. I guess getting this podcast going, which has been in the revised plan numerous times over the years. I found out in research that Lao is uh, Latvian. Lion or Lava or Luva. I'm not sure exactly how to say that. Lava. Um, and this was a thank you to his mother's heritage as well as his first name, Ari, meaning lion in Hebrew. Oh, and yeah, 
It's his fucking zodiac sign. Hashtag Leo. He's uh, he started um, had an intentionally wanting to write and produce for other artists, but upon his sophomore year at NYU, majoring in music technology. Um, he had an interview that stimulated something deep inside his writing process that he never knew he had. And then, boom. Just like that, he's writing his own material after co-writing and co-producing um, Cheat Codes by uh, Demi Lovato. Um, and also her song, uh, No Promises. So he did both those, which was pretty awesome. Excuse me, let's take a drink. Um his breakthrough song, The Other, with Michael uh, Matazoic. Sorry if I butchered that. Matazoc. Um, peaked at, at number three on the blog, um, Aggregator Hype Machine. And then um, after he did that, he hit the global top 100 on Spotify, which is pretty fucking crazy. And damn, everything you'd want in an R&B pop heartbreak of song or heartbreak song. And um, yeah, the album, uh, well, that song is just really amazing. Um, and I took a little snippet uh, from a quote that he had and he said, uh, the song is about coming to the scary point in a relationship where something and you start to question if the person is really the one for you. If the love is really true as you thought. The lyrics tell the story of an internal battle you go through. Coming up or coming upon a breakup. You don't want to admit it to yourself or to the world. But it just doesn't feel right. And so, um, yeah, the through coming up a breakup like you know it's coming there uh that to me was the key um when he said that and i remember when i had a girlfriend huh? and no it's just i remember you know south park uh no like that girlfriend i had back then was going to break up with me i could feel it coming on exactly how he said it was just weird it wasn't right and it made things weirder. I played um, Angels and Airwaves, The War, and the course was perfect for this. Um, I was picking her up from work, and I was like, hey, listen to this awesome song by Angels and Airwaves. I think I blasted the pre-chorus and chorus, and in that song it says, believe me, you want this, believe, I want this too. Why won't you tell me that it's almost over? Why must this tear my head inside out i was ready for her just to tell me everything instead we ordered pizza watched the oc and fucked and then she broke up with me over a text message and that was the first time any girlfriend had did that because people will still had decency and texting was still on a flip phone so screw that noise of hitting all those buttons i texted back if this was in person, you wouldn't be able to do this. Boom. Call that technological downfall of desensitization. But fuck it. It was over. But that feeling, knowing it was coming, was the worst. R.I.P. to the 
um, what does that say? I can't even read what I said. R.I.P. Um, oh, never mind. I'm reading it wrong. It says rip it off like a Band-Aid. Sorry, it's a hashtag and they're close together. And then um, I love bluntness. And then Sagittarius, uh, Sagittarius in the house. Yeah, I love bluntness. Um, I'd rather have someone just tell me straight up what the fuck they're thinking. Because uh, then we can talk about it or get it over with. Um, you know, ain't nobody got time for that. So, for Lao, uh, check out his songs, I Like Me Better, Paris and Rain, and the other. And then that remix, um, I guess not a remix, but a cover of I Like Me Better by Atlas Divine is on that playlist. And definitely check it out. They did a great job. Um, it was awesome uh, going out there and hearing that before uh you know the final product was launched by my homie jay and his team and a great job to nick uh as well and so the next one is the upcoming rap artist and that is young pinch uh and his name is blake sandoval and his album called 714 eva so it's like the Zip code seven one four, and then he did ever, you know, E V E R, and so um, that's a shout out to Huntington Beach, and so I found this particular artist, um, but going through some different playlists on Spotify, as well as researching what other people were talking about, then listening to the top ones and people's own charts that they had, um, I had listened to when I was young which is Y-U-N-G, uh, first. It was more of a unique sound than the other rap artists gaining traction, and it was all happening in Blennington Beach, as he so eloquently refers to Huntington Beach, which is also gaining uh, rep in the hip-hop spots in America. So um, his album cover says Young Pinch in the corner, um just like wrote looks like it's wrote out with a pen and it says seven one four eva and then he's sitting on the back of a toyota corolla with a license plate seven one four eva and then a skateboard and then he's got a homie uh chilling in the front seat and his other homie is on the door looking down so i don't know if those are his homies that have helped him out or they're just you know um cool badass friends I just had and so uh, Young Pinch was given to him after he would pinch blunts with his older homies in 714 he had already opened up for big hip hop acts and I mean like such as Bone Thugs and Harmony, Nipsey Hussle Tad Dolla Sign Nate Dogg, Lil Uzi Vert and Playboy Cardi so those are some pretty big names, um, and if you don't know who that is, then you've been living underneath a rock like me, you know, for a little while, and you should check out those guys too. Um, breaking out at only the age of 19, hardships were a little different for him growing up, and this is from an article, and this is what Young Pincher, uh Blake said, and so he said, I grew up with kids with rich parents and whatnot, nice house, well off, got a car, when I turned sophomores, a nice brand new car that, you know, you would work your whole life to get. He says, I don't know, 
it was different for me. I grew up with my grandparents because both of my parents did drugs since I was a kid. They were in and out of jail. And so um, after that, he sums up his newest album, uh, 714 Ever, perfectly. I don't want to be contained in one section because I don't listen to just one type of music. I always try to do it all. And so with that, you know, check out the songs Rock With Us when I was young and then 714 Ever. Um, those are both, uh, all those three are great songs. You know, just like any of the other ones that I have been um, talking about. You know, they're, they're cool songs. I like them. They're my top ones off the albums. So the next uh, album or singles in that case is the upcoming EDM artist and that's Marshmello. Um and he just has singles at the time that I wrote this. You know, he didn't really I mean, he did have albums, but most of them were still in my opinion like I guess singles just cuz they all featuring different artists and um you know, all of his singles that he does have are amazing. So if you don't know who Marshmallow is, um, I'm going to give you a little backstory about him. And uh, he's an up-and-coming EDM artist. Um, you know, he's done some cool remixes with a lot of people, and I'll get into that. But he, uh, in this picture, is just an all-white, uh, white long sleeve and white pants. And then he has a Marshmallow head. Um, you know, sort of like Dead Mouse. Um, you know, people are branding themselves basically, and uh, he's a marshmallow with X'd out eyes and a smiley face on it. And so, um, it's pretty dope because that's what I used to do. I used to do that all the time. I still like mark out X's with a smiley face. And so, um, I sort of found out about marshmallow on my own. Um, I was with my homie Jay. Damn, it was a great fucking year for music. And him introducing me to the technicalities of making a track from scratch. Plus, I was becoming more, I guess you could say, deep with EDM. And then his technicalities, like, for example, difference between, say, the basics of techno, house, trance, and then the subgenres of each, like, deep house, progressive, um, and progressive, if it was uh, future or not. For instance, Marshmallow, by Wiki standards, is a future bass electronic progressive house trap. Yes, I said that route right. There are 13,000 subgenres. Jesus Christ. May be the only one to know all of those. Um, so whoever knows all those, it's, there's no way, you know, like it's, it's ridiculous. Um, how many different genres there are but you know you can definitely tell the difference like I said between you know that techno house and trance so anyways I was reading up on Zed and I saw that he was doing a contest to remake Selena Gomez's I Want You To Know and you could win all this cool shit along with it so if you're following me along with it I actually have like the um, picture of the contest and it has Zed, and it just says, Guitar Center presents Cover Me, and it has Zed's logo, like his uh, font. And then it says, uh, Submit your best cover of Zed's latest remix, I Want You Note, featuring 
Selena Gomez for your chance to win. So you get the studio time in with Zed, a meeting with Interscope, um, and a session with uh, the Blood Company, which is the team behind Zed, plus ten fucking thousand dollars, a bunch of new gear, you know, and a feature with Insomniac and a VIP experience at this year's 20th anniversary of Nocturnal Wonderland. Um, and so it says download and submit your video at guitar center slash dead. So, uh, me being a visual person that has seen many bands do this, we had 19 days to do it when we found out, I think you had 30 days. So, Oh, we lost 11 days. Um, I put up a whiteboard on our fridge where we could see it every day for the people listening. It's uh, separated in categories um, with fucking stems, layers, chorus, vocal, vocals, original lyrics, and artwork. And so um, I put it out, made 14 days, and it says uh, Zed re- Remix had to be submitted by July 6th. And so we had 19 days. Um, so stems, people were like, what is that? So if you're wondering what the fuck those are, um, they were samples of audio tracks from drums to vocals to guitars that Zed had made that you then combined into a final mix. I wanted it to be done in 14 days so we could have five days to really scrutinize for the final push. So when we went to work on it, and damn, I thought it turned out super well. Uh, we vowed and blood to not listen to any other submissions. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Um, but really, I just wanted to work on it without any outside influences but our own. So we submitted ours and then started checking out others on day 14. I then ran into Marshmallow and I was like, whoa, Jay, check this out. Ours was like sort of dark and, um, you know, you can find it here on this Spotify playlist right here that I have. Um, and I don't know if that's the right playlist, though. Actually, I might have to switch that. Sorry, guys. I'm just going to check this really quick. I think this is the one to my super... Yep, says can't find it. Dang, they took it off. Um, maybe I can try to upload it again. Um, see if Jay, my homie, has it. And see if we can upload it so you guys can listen to it. Because we did a pretty cool job. It was pretty dope. Um, so June 15th, 2015 started everything really, uh, this is the link for YouTube, uh, below, and this was the fucking contest, so it has Guitar Center and it has this background of, you know, like, a silhouette of people's hands jumping up and down, and, um, if you're following me online, you can definitely click on that, it's only, like, I think about a minute long, and so... From there, I followed him on SoundCloud, then to his album Joy Time, then his popular hit Wolves featuring Selena Gomez. And speaking of her, uh, she and I are sort of in the in the same that um, we both had gone through chemo and have had end stage renal failure, uh, also known as ESRD, and that's basically where your kidneys are failing. And I was actually uh, going to do the same treatment that she had just finished when I had heard about her awesome journey with her donor and best friend, uh, Francia Raza. And so, um, basically, she did her treatment at uh, Cedar sinai in L.A. 
Beverly Hills Boulevard. I think it's worth that. And, um, yeah, I'm actually going to have to go out there now. Um, I just heard I was going to do it. Um, and then since my body is failing so hard, I guess you could say, um, it's 99% out of 100. Um, I'm on the national list, which is better because they sort of do it where they do it by population um, in different states. And so it's sort of state ran, but it's also government ran. Uh, there's a lot of weird red tape and things like that. But this desensitization, basically the chemo, what it does is it resets your antibodies in your body. Like um, like right now, like if I had 100 people, only one of them would work for me. And even that one person might not work. Um that's the case I'm in right now. And so what that does is it destroys most of those antibodies, if not all of them, wipes them out. And after you do those treatments, um, you're able to accept a kidney like a match better, if that makes any sense. And so um, just to jump back to this, um, as well as this hit Silence uh, featuring Khalid, uh, which of as of 9.45 on February 2nd, or 23rd 2018 it had 461,026,201 plays so boom like crazy he's like blowing up um so in november 2017 marshmallow's identity was confirmed by forbes as to being christopher comstock an american dj who is also known as dot com with regards to existing proof such as his real name being revealed in Music Royalty Manager's uh, BMI database, and that Marshmallow's company is registered in August 2015 under the name Christopher Comstock in Delaware. Furthermore, it was also disclosed by Forbes uh, by industry insiders that the two are the same person. Previously known evidence, such as E.S. CAP credit, their physical and musical similarities, and Skrillex addressing Marshmallow's Chris were taken into account. And that was from Wikipedia. And so you can find that article. I have a link right here um, if you want to go to it. And so uh, this is nuts, like this link. So the title of this is unmasking marshmallow the real identity of the 21 million dollar dj um so a lot of people are trying to figure out who he was because like he's you know his identity and different things like that um sorry i'm just going to marshmallow right now on uh genius and so we'll click on that um but yeah you totally heard that idea that uh that right that is real identity of the 21 million dollar dj so according to that article he did about 170 gigs and made about a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a piece so holy shit um Two of my favorite quotes from the article is we were like, how do we create something that's not driven by who it is or what it's about? His manager, Mo Silesi, uh, told Forbes and Ari in August, we're creating more 
of a faceless brand. Um, and then in an interview, in a video interview published in June, Marshmallow, who doesn't speak to journalists, was asked if he would ever reveal himself. His response, two thumbs down. He tweeted two months later, I don't take my helmet off because I don't want or need fame. I'm generally, genuine, genuinely trying to create something positive for people to connect with. And so, um, with that and his singles, you know, check out Love You, uh, Wolves and Alone. Um, he did just have a huge song that blew up called Friends. Um, let's see, this is his number one on Genius, and that's with Anne Marie. And he has 2.8 million people that have looked at it, and right now. Um, as of Wednesday, May 16th at 2.50 p.m. in Utah, Mountain Standard Time, he is getting viewed. 162 people are viewing this right now. And so um, that song's pretty awesome. Um, you should definitely check that out. Uh, it's basically about friend zoning and Amory um, narrates that very well and sings it very well but um that album from forbes is very interesting um you know he he has a picture of uh skrillex with an interview in 2015 um holding up his phone with his real name on it and so um you know it was revealed and back then on uh november 14 2017 is when this article came out uh, a lot of people were trying to figure out who he was but you know, we can't hide a secret too long because we live in a digital age, motherfuckers. You can find out anything from a lot of people. Um, so, definitely check him out. He's a cool EDM artist. Um, I definitely would do that as well as these other artists. And so, now, boom, boom, drum roll. we got a podcast exclusive. Uh, these parts are explained in some detail on why they made the top albums for 2017. Um, excuse me. Um, they can be found under the number one album. Um, so if you want to check it out, what my number one album is, you can scroll all the way at the bottom if you want, if you haven't already cheated and uh, gone ahead really quick. Um, but I'm going to take a small little sip of water some break right here really quick so if there's a moment of silence that's why so sorry about that Sorry you had to hear that. So, boom. Underground Artist and Album goes to Vinyl Theater, Origami. 
And this album's pretty cool. It's got like a lion art, like that modern sketch art, like a tattoo of like a hummingbird. Uh, and it's got different colors in the background of that, of uh, blue, pinks, purples, black. And it goes down and it says vinyl theater. And then it says origami. And then I believe that is the Chinese uh, version for origami. And then their logo on the left hand, hand sign or side, which is a upside down triangle with a T running with a line over the T as well. And so um, with this album, um, you check out the songs 30 Seconds, New Machines, Day In, Day Out. And thank you for the good times. So we're going to jump to that really quick because I did want to show some lyrics on that. Um, and Vinyl Theater is spelled like theater, like T-H-E-A-T-R-E. Um, so I guess that's like, I used to think that's how like the British people did it. And that's how they did it back in the day. But maybe the other one was taken. So um, 30 seconds we'll start off with first. Really quick, um, these particular, well, this whole album really, um, to get personal and like deep a little bit, um, this whole album reminded me just of like the constant battle that a lot of people are having right now with um, just religion and believing in a, like a one singular God and um just how fragile like life is in general and how it can all be disrupted very quickly and for me um you know my health has been my battle my whole entire life but i didn't even think about that with this album um i didn't relate it to myself personally with different trials that i've gone through um you know with uh, needing a transplant, having one, and then needing another one, you know, so this is my second go around, and then having chemo, and um, hip replacements, and different things like that, and a lot of this was all done before I was, you know, 17, you know, I got diagnosed with lupus when I was 16, um, but very, very tragically, you know, my, my dad, has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's and um, if you don't have somebody that you know and even more like a like a parent um, it's a very a very hard thing to deal with um, because their mind isn't firing on all its you know synapses it's not the motherboard is broken um as if like say uh somebody took out like a main circuit that you needed uh to run something and it for some reason it's just not working and um for my dad right now he he is in a very childlike state um meaning you know he tries to get away with things you know he uh his main love is candy you know he loves sugar and you know he watches tv all day and the flip side to that though is that um 
with that behavior, he still has memories of old things, but you you don't know if they're real or not, or if the stories is making up or fake. And he'll try to impress people by making up stories that are fake or invite them over to, you know, hang out and watch TV, you know, something that a kid would do. Um, and I don't know, it's, uh, it's just hard. And so with this album, um, they, they talk about a lot of memories and past and, you know, like, you know, just questioning your existence. Like how long do we know exists here? And, um, like for the lyrics right now, um, I think his dad might possibly have dementia or somebody that he knows has dementia because in the first verse he says, there's a feeling I get, it takes me back to Graceland. There's a courage I get stolen wisdom from my old man. And so that, that to me could be either stolen that like he's thinking about it or stolen in the fact that um, when he gets into the rest of the lyrics um, that his memory has been stolen and so he talks about not breaking emotion in the pre-chorus and then in the chorus it really made me think and he says there's a fear in my head it'll all be forgotten and what's the point of a memory now if I'm only gonna lose it um, oh I don't mind 30 seconds or a lifetime and so just with that course, like it, I don't know, it, it really blew me away because no one knows, no one, no one actually can fucking say that they have come back from the dead and talked about what it's going to be like and what the rules were, you know, um, and then in modern Christian faith, you know, they talk about the resurrection with Jesus Christ and you know, you can, I don't know, for for me now, you can sort of take that with a little bit of a grain of salt because a lot of it now is hidden in the mystery. You know, they they have a lot of defaults um, within the Bible and um, growing up Mormon or LDS, um, you know, you're taught a lot of these things and a lot of things lately have been making people question their religion or questioning their values and questioning like their faith just in general because there's a lot of different things coming out with our influx of information that can, you know, disprove different things about, you know, the Bible or, you know, the Book of Mormon. And it it wasn't when I was going through all of this that... um you know it was different um just to the fact you know like who knows if this is 30 seconds or a lifetime no one knows you know we could make we could wake up and it could all be a simulation uh we could wake up and we could all be traveling to different destinations you know no one really knows um and you know, just like that whole thing, it says there's a fear in his head, you know, 
it will all be forgotten. Like, who knows? Like, maybe we wake up and it's all just gone. We're like, oh, shit, that was a fucking cool simulation. Oh, that was a cool video game, you know? Um, and who knows if it was we were alive for 30 seconds or a whole entire life, wherever that may be. But if we live, like, in this infinite vast universe with numerous galaxies and nebulas and all sorts of crazy shit you know and right now as i'm speaking we're hurtling through space going at an extreme rate and we have more of a likelihood sometimes being hit by a a crazy asteroid from something or a meteor could come into our atmosphere you know that's what people are worried about um or you know who knows if this is just a very, you know, we already know, like, our galaxy and universe is very small compared to other ones that we can now see with, like, telescopes past Pluto and all sorts of things, and um, people should definitely check it out. Speaking of Pluto, they just uh, released a new picture of Pluto really quick. I'm going to jump into it. So this is from NASA, and this is um, a crazy picture, like... Um, like, look at that. Like, that's nuts. We can see what Pluto looks like. We can see the crevices and the different colors. Like, a bunch of it's, like, fucking blood red over here on the left. And it looks like it wraps around to the other side. Looking at it now from there. Um, but, like, super crazy, you know? Um, and the other song, New Machines, I'm trying to think really quick what that one says you know and he's talking about future again he's like you know um have we hit a limit with everything defined we got ourselves in a bind i know i want to know where we go 20 years from now will we see a future built by new machines and we stand on the shoulders of giants trying to reach the great unknown and it's madness looking for the end of science to begin and so um with this i this is actually me um and i took this from a fuel by ramen um pop rockers vinyl theater um announced new album premiere for glistening tracks is what the album is but it says new machines questions the limits of human knowledge and finds comfort in the boundless expanse, uh, the lead singer and guitarist uh, column says. I think that's how you pronounce his name. But um, it's interesting just because this, this whole album talks about a lot about existence and, like, where where are we going now? Like, we do have a lot of... Um, machines and different things are taking over jobs you know they say in i think the latest article i was reading said like in the next 20 years they think now more than 50 percent of the job market will be taken by machines and it's already happening like if you've been to vegas recently i mean they have cocktail bars and um different uh coffee places that you know will make a perfect cocktail coffee you know your drink of choice you know thousands of combinations and say this crazy trend of 
drinking something insane happens, you know, they probably can just program it and it goes right into it and you don't have to explain to the bartender what happens, you know. Um, it does take away that experience, though, you know, that that human connection that I believe is disappearing. And that's what they're talking about, um, you know, in this, like, is everything defined? Like, are we going to be ran by these robots? Are we going to be built by new machines? Um, with all this, you know, futuristic technology, um, it will be very interesting. And I don't know, like, who knows what's going to happen? Like, they've already have, like, uh, you know, like my job, like, or my profession that I went into in trade is being a chef. And so that's already being taken by some things, you know, they're making machines that can make pizzas. They're making machines, you know, that can make a full course meal. Uh, dependent on it, you know, you have to do get it like a smart kitchen, like there's sensors all over the ovens, it's very creative and how they did it, and boom, it just goes to fucking work, it's insane, like, um, but I still think we need that human emotion, because we will sooner or later be in more than a digital world, but just a machine, like a robotic world, like, um, it's happening, you know, and it, it's not really going to stop, you know, it gets really fucking scary. If you watch like Netflix, like black mirror, um, all that is insane. Like that Boston dynamics company is, they're releasing like, a they're that dog and metal head that has like sub like little submachine guns and shit, like connected to it with missiles and tracks everything. You can like, it's it's duty like it gets a command and it just goes after whatever that is at any cost until it can't anymore and it never gets tired that's the thing people like these robots they never get tired they don't need sleep you know um they can run 24 7 365 you know forever until another one comes out and then it can run faster longer yeah it's a it's a pretty intense album um if you and if you have uh any family members that have dementia or have alzheimer's you know um i send out good thoughts and vibes whatever to you because it gets complicated it gets hard um and you know i love my dad and I wish it didn't have to be like that um, in this album, you know, it does that. Um, definitely check out, you know, 30 Seconds, New Machines, day in and day out. And then uh, Thank You for the Good Times is a good little awesome ballad for a closing artist. And I am sad to hear that they're not on Fuel by Rama anymore. I'm pretty sure they went independent. Is um, what I read as well but you know power to them you know that's that's the way it's going too you don't need a company to do marketing if you have a computer and a really good internet access and want to make things happen and have um, you know even just like 25 bucks um, for like Squarespace 
that I'm using right now. You know, you can make things happen. Um, that's at least what I'm trying to do, you know. Uh, this top album has been a lot of fun doing. So on to the next one. The super underground upcoming artist and album goes to Movements. Um, feel something. And uh, this album um, has a grill and a salmon colored top with um, those, what are those jeans called that go up to your waist? Like, anyways, jeans that go up to your waist. And she's in some trucks, uh, black and white. She's on a trail in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of woods around her. Looks like it's in the fall since there's leaves on the ground. Um, and there's no leaves on the trees. And it says feel something and it's connected by like a small little rope with a birthday. Like as if uh like a you know, like a birthday sign. Um This album was very awesome. Um movements. Um I was actually gonna go see them but they had to cancel because their lead single uh so can't even talk their lead singer got sick and couldn't come and so um their new album um that I was telling you about uh feel something this album um I don't know it was just great like it reminded me of like a like a brand new like an old brand new with a twist like their own twist you know on it and like an old rock you know sorry i don't know if i was playing this oh no what just happened let's just go through oh so sorry about that my um i had an intro i mean an outro for some reason set up in this i think because i copied and pasted and that's when the other one ended so I apologize if that just came through on this backside. I might just delete that and crop it, see where it, see where it stops and sounds good. But um, going back, uh, sorry for the people watching online too. They're like, "What the hell's happening?" Um, but yeah, I've just been messing with the audio to make sure it's correctly working again. And uh, sorry, going back to movements, make sure that my screen recording is still going. Yep. All right. So, sorry about that for the people on YouTube. Um, go, I don't know, take a break, take a drink, do something. So, the songs on that to check out on movements were uh, Daylily, Full Circle, Deadly Dull, and Colorblind. And so, as I was saying for this album, um, it said, and this is on Genius, this is Daylily. It was the second single off Movement's debut album, Feel Something. The song was written for Patrick's girlfriend who suffered from mental illness and an eating disorder and still suffers from anxiety and depression. She used to go through many ups and downs, so he wrote it for her as she was struggling through therapy. And then um, this right here is uh, from Ear Milk. Um, and it looks like Vocal Patrick 
Miranda told the story behind this song in an interview with Irmel, who premiered the video to this song on November 14th, 2017. So this is for the Daylily. And it says, my, cur- my current girlfriend is the inspiration for this song. She went through a really tough few years when she was a teenager, dealing with mental illness and an eating disorder, and still struggles with anxiety and depression today. An important part of her recovery, much like anyone else with mental illness, was working with a therapist. Her therapist described her recovery as an up-and-down process. Basically, there would be a lot of bad days, but there would also be good days. She called the good ones her pink cloud days. And the goal was to eventually have those outnumber the bad ones when she was going through another time last year. I wrote this song for her. So, um, it's awesome that, you know, that artists, you know, that are good, they, and that's what you feel, I guess you could say, with, like, Patrick and, uh, the people that wrote these songs, I'm not entirely sure if they co-wrote them together or co-produced them, but with these songs, like, you, you totally do feel that, you feel the connection with the artist, and that's why, like, this, this band's gonna be going places, like, I love it, um, their older stuff's, uh, good, but as compared to this, uh, this is a lot better, um, in my opinion, it's just, they've, like, you can see them progressing as a band, basically, and that's a good thing for me, you know, to see that in a band, like, progress to a new sound, like, their own sound, but also, like, takes variations of other sounds, because it's really hard to, you know, for me, like, knowing a lot of bands, um, I can be like, okay, yeah, this band sounds like this, they have, like, little pieces of this, and that's always gonna happen, but this band, like, took all these pieces and made something, like, beautiful and great, I just, um, love this album and uh this song i think it's a is it full circle maybe at the end of it i gotta check really quick um yeah full circle uh their first song is um amazing like you know like he talks about those ups and downs with his girlfriend and just going full circle and so means it's like coming back around and around again and um you know in the course he says it comes in waves and i'm pulled below it's not subjective it's clinical drown myself in the undertow of all my imbalanced chemicals and this cycle comes full circle this cycle comes for full circle so you know he's um definitely talking about his girlfriend in there and it says, he says, it's the same with Full Circle. The whole song feels like it has this desperation to it, but it's also like hang in there with me while I'm feeling this desperate because there is something better coming. There has to be something better because we kind of know that there's this pattern of cycles in our life. And this invitation of hanging there with me is kind of comforting in a way. So, 
Sorry, I'm getting dry mouth. Um, been talking for a little bit. It's a little complicated sometimes, you know, when you're talking on podcasts and um, it reminds me of like when I used to work customer service, talking like all day, every day for fucking four to eight hours. Um, four hours on a good day, but most days eight, you know, sometimes longer if you got stuck on a call and you were troubleshooting with a customer. Um, I worked at Netflix, I've worked at Discover. Um, I've also worked, you know, different call systems for, you know, restaurant supply companies and things like that. So, I don't know. Had a lot of customer service. Um, I think it's helped. It's helped me in my life. Um, but this, anyways, this reminds me of getting like dry mouth on there and having to excuse myself to take a drink. So that's what I'm doing. So, um, sorry about that little break. I, yeah, <clears throat> get dry mouth really easy. <clears throat> and sorry about that. I, my allergies too, you know, things happen. Uh, it's blooming here in Utah and, uh, I'm like allergic to everything, <laughs> so it doesn't help. Um, he also states in here, he says, yeah, definitely. It's uh, good that you bring that up about full circle, too. I wrote that as basically that what you just explained. It's almost like a Ferris wheel. That's how I like to describe it. My cycles of depression, it's always the constant circle. There's going to be times where you're at the top. And you feel great. And things are going well. But eventually like. You're going to swing back down. And there's really. And there's not really anything you can do about it. Just because it's a chemical imbalance. Treatment and stuff will obviously help. But there's never going to be. Any avoiding it. Eventually you're going to. Always be going back down. To the bottom of that wheel. But just like you're always going to be. Uh, always going to be back down to the bottom you're always going to swing back to the top no matter what it's a constant cycle and that's how I like to describe it and how I like to envision my mental illness it's a cycle it's always going to be coming around so I still think he's talking about his girlfriend in this too you know they all they both had depression and stuff but um, I guess he's is talking about more of him because he's talking about um, clear the fog that fucks my head so yeah I think it's a little bit of both but anyways that um, that album's amazing it's one of my favorite albums that I was going to be that I have listened to and still listen to and um, that's on that Spotify playlist as well so on to the next one uh, we got international artist and album we got one okay rock and this is ambitions 
Um, these are two separate covers. I think they're just posters. One uh, OK Rock says ambitions. One uh, OK Rock is wrote in like a chiller font, and uh, it's red, and it's got a line underneath it. And then it says ambitions in black with a red X mark in the corner. And it has a boy and a girl skull. Um, the boy has uh, like wavy hair on top and the girl has uh sort of like ragged like hair on the bottom and it looks like since it's black and white that she might have uh highlighted this oh it's a fucking skull anyways um if you've seen a like blink 182 like that skull like think of that and a girl and so the song um check out we are and Jaded American Girls and Take What You Want. And then the runner-ups for this um, were uh, BTS, Love Yourself, um, Semicolon Her um, is the name of the album. So BTS is the artist and they're a great great band too. And But One OK Rock, they just, they just beat them out, unfortunately, you know. Uh, but that's what happens when we make awards. So this album... Um, a lot of people don't know about this band, but, um, sorry, I'm just typing it right now into Genius on there. Uh, like I said, it's one of, I don't, uh, have these guys as a sponsor or anything. I just like using them. Um, but, uh, this album, Ambitions, uh, came out on January 13th, 2017, and it has uh, 250,000 likes, or views, not likes, but views as far as the entire album. Um, so the first song on this I was saying is uh, We Are. Um, this one uh, has 52,000 views on it, and it's just a great song. Like, it's, uh, it's set up well, you know, they have really good choruses when they get into it and um you know he talks about you know we are we are uh the colors in the dark and you know the colors in the dark like we can all be different um try to i don't know we are, are all different but we're all the same and in a way and so we're all like staying on different edges of our life you know we're young we're hopeless and you know a lot of us have demons in our head and that's why so many people are on so many fucking different medications and you know i have i think it has to do a lot with um i don't know like the amount of fame that people can have compared to the amount of poverty is just such a huge fucking gap they can play like you can just play psychological battles and games with you from the social media of people portraying different things that they are and aren't you know a lot of them are aren't you know they are just going to places for getting the instagram and the likes on facebook rather than embracing like the culture and the different you know types of food that you are eating and like where it came from and how it happened and or you know like how this culture became to be 
and why they're just content being that you know um i've i currently have never traveled outside the u.s except for you know hawaii and that's still the u.s you know it feels like a different place because it's a huge island and right now they're actually you know getting screwed over by the freaking volcanoes and everything that are uh, happening right now and send that person then um, you know have family out there and a lot of them say they can't really tell a difference just yet because they're on the hilo side of the island and um yeah they can i don't know if they can see the smoke it might be the ash might be coming close to them or smog there's been spewing lava and all this crazy shit like fucking up the roads and taking out mustang cars and all sorts of craziness right now but um anyways um that's a that's a great song i love this song um and then the next song is uh jaded and i wish i could play these songs for you you know i can't though they just make sense you know it's copyrighted i'm not being endorsed by any of them and i'm not currently sponsored by anyone so that's you know it's not gonna work but um i don't know like yeah just all these songs like when i go back through these and read the lyrics and um think about it you know they they have the catchiness that they need you know they're jumping into the market that way and they're all they're all set up very well you know like um these albums let's see um of all time low you know he's uh alex uh gascraft um and he's known for being the vocalist and rhythm guitarist and all time low like he's helped um i think he produced or no he's in this yeah not produced he's in this song um and he sings with it you know and his voice blends very well with uh the other vocalists and so um yeah it all around just a great album definitely suggest checking it out um bts if you do check out them too you should um theirs is in a different language so unless you unless you know i think they're i think korean i'm sorry bts if you're listening or um think about it I want to say they are, yeah, they're Korean, yes, from Seoul, Korea. I was right, so boom. Um, my sister's from Seoul, Korea. Our whole family's actually adopted from different places, and I have a brother that's from Seoul, Korea, but they don't speak that language. You know, that we were all adopted, mainly when we were babies. Um, but this band, BTS, is awesome, too. Let's see, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them, I think. One, two, three, four, five, six, yeah, seven. So, uh, seven guys, um, and they, it looks like they've been in various different bands. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five different bands, um, from Bulletproof Boy Scouts, Beyond the Scene, Bagtan Boys, and Bagtan Soy Don, I don't know. I don't speak 
Korean. So, anyways, their album's in Korean, and um, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. You know, I like it. Like it, even though I don't understand, it, I can tell. Um, you know, just pleasure in them. You know, making. Um, I don't know, making a great album uh, for BTS, and so. Um, it's just, you know, there's choruses. They do have some English in it. Um, but yeah, you should check them out too. Um, so top three-way alternative artists and albums. Uh, first one goes to brand new science fiction. So um, if you've read anything from my other, like my book and what I wrote, like brand new was like one of the top artists I love. Like they're amazing. Um, that has my top 10 and stuff in it, and I'll show you that um, really quick if you're following along online. But yeah, if you go to my book and then go to the bottom, there's brand new right there, and that's uh, taken. I was like front row in this uh, at the Salt Palace back in the day with Manchester Orchestra, and it's just like the band and cool spotlight. And that was back when we didn't have like cell phones um but this is me talking about them and them with uh manchester orchestra and stuff so you can check that out i talk about like some crazy things that happen like at that concert as well as other concerts but how they got into my top 10 and um yeah it's awesome but i do want to go talk about this album cover this album cover does um have some hidden things in it uh, quite a few little things like um, this girl out here that's jumping down. Um, she is the girl that was on the previous color cover of uh, the Devil and God is Raging Inside Me. And so I'm going to look that up really quick. So she's this little girl um, right here. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. Um, I'll describe it to you. There's a uh, just a house with a porch and on the porch there's uh two fucking demons uh in masks and uh one of them's got a fuzzy um slippers on they're blue with like uh zebra stripes and one's got regular shoes on and then there's a girl standing in front like where the house comes out you know and there's a white background um but all the paint is coming off it's been like chipped away in an old house and then the shutters are very dark uh they might be a very dark green i would say could be black but the girl that's standing on there is on the front of this covering so let's see here we'll go back to um jeans really quick because they do talk about this you know um on her and that's one of the great things that uh you know about the internet right now you can look up anything and i don't have to just go to wikipedia like and go to this album and people will talk about it and tell you like all sorts of crazy shit and they did like do a, a lot of little easter eggs in it and so um let's see so this album came out on august 17th uh 2017 and they've had 865,000, almost 866,000 uh, views on this album. And uh, the first 
about this album it was announced in 2015 uh science fiction is the fifth studio album from long island uh rock ensemble brand new after dropping the single i am a nightmare in spring of 2016 many believe that the album was to follow for release in 2016 it wasn't until august 15 2017 almost two and a half full years after the singles that the pre-order for the album was discreetly put up um and it just shows brand new fifth album vinyl very limited edition ships october and i remember doing that i was broken i couldn't um get the album um as quick as i did or did i can't yeah i don't think did i know I don't know. I can't really remember if I got the CD. I'd have to check in my storage because I buy like digital and you know just use Spotify for a lot of it. But um, the fans that pre-ordered started receiving mysterious packages only two days subsequent. That included um, what many believe to be the actual CD version of the album, leveraging a popular song discovery engine shazam yielded track data and titles for the previously unnamed album and so i remember this they got like um we'll go to this really quick it was brand new and so it was very limited and um i wonder if they have pictures of people getting the the album i thought they did but um, I'm just following them on Twitter right now, looking at it for the people looking or listening. Um, but yeah, um, the science fiction album is freaking sweet. And um, let's see. So they have a, sorry, I'm just reading really quick on Twitter, like the, so they had this song, one, the one song was 61 minutes and 27 seconds long, and it did a latitude and longitude of 44 degrees at 0.5902 north, 104.7146 west. And its coordinates led to the Devil's Tower National Monument in Wyoming, and they show you a picture of the Devil's Tower, um, and it says Devil's Towers com- uh, composed of igneous rock in the Bear Lodge Mountain region. And so it was sort of interesting that they put that there, um, you know, because it's probably a throwback to the Devil and Guys region inside me. But um, I wonder if they say. Yeah, it doesn't say it. I thought it said more about the album cover and what it was about. Maybe it's in their first song, Whip Me Up, um, which is a great song. It has a dude like on a tape, and um, the tape recounts a dream which occurred close to the termination of approximately 400 hours of intensive individual therapy. Now the patient, the patient recounts her dream and has this older woman in a voice and it says, I had this dream earlier this morning and I wrote it down. The dream is that I'm in some sort of a 
in a in a hotel app on like a a convention or something, and I feel sort of almost like there's too much going on. There's all different kinds of meetings going on, stuff and experimental psych and therapy, chemicals aspects, all of it. But I'm well. I don't mind having all this going on inside me. It's sort of. I think I'm going to be relieved when it's over, when I can sort of sell back down. And this, yeah, this is a tape recording from a therapist, and it's very eerie and creepy, and that's cool because it's like, um, you know, like during this, in this whole entire album, we do a bunch of like throwbacks to all sorts of different various items and like key little things and um it's very cool that they do it um i want to see because i thought they'd tell more on here about the album itself i'm gonna just look it up really quick just so i can talk to you but i usually do uh alternative press uh it's one of my favorite magazines for underground stuff that i like and cool articles and things like that um so shout out to them as well and um i forgot what i was going to type so i'm just typing in brand new science fiction um into the search query and let's see if they talk about like the I don't even know it would be like hidden stuff yeah so like different conspiracies about the album let's see if it was this one this is actually in Red Noisy from I think they're owned by Vice is what it is but uh, complicated theories about brand new floating around but yeah so they like have all these people that are decoding all this shit like on reddit and stuff like that and basically they decode that latitude and longitude and they say it's like 72 days posting November 6th and all this stuff about when it was going to come out and then um the girl i wonder if they talk about let's see the girl yeah so the girl about it says brand it says the message resulted in ongoing debate among brand new fans about the significant number of 418 prior to the release and so um the 418 says procrastinate music tra- uh, traders established in the year of our Lord 2004 reveal thy own light no God's work 418 so what they're talking about is that they um, if you're a fan of brand new like they let you subscribe to this newsletter and it's a procrastinate music traders and have like these decoded messages on it and you know if you like decoded it correctly or like got it right you could have like a secret way of knowing like when they're gonna launch this album and different things like that and so um 
they had these 418 it says this so the significance of the number 418 prior to the release of the band's third album the devil and god are raging inside me a leaked demo uh known now as fight off your demons featured the number then when the official album was finally released it was had an accompanying booklet had conspicuous 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 i can't even talk um conspicuous lack of lyrics but it did encourage the listener to send one dollar for a set of lyrics and anyone who took up brand new on this offer was eventually rewarded with a, a polyglyph issue hashtag or number zero 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 a complete lyric booklet that also put fun at how the band's initial demo had been leaked by offering a cassette of the leaked demos the cassette and lyric booklets were actually released almost a decade later in 2015. Importantly, uh, Paul Giff, Pogif, I can't even, I don't know if it's Pogif or Paul Giff, um, hashtag zero 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 contained references to 418. And so that's what it's talking about. And so that 418 um, was suggesting like the date of the Instagram post which was on April 18th and who knows if that was going to reappear um, and it definitely does a throwback to the band's history in 2014 when Brand New changed their website landing page to announce that they were in the studio and so um, basically with that decor- decoding thing um, it was just very interesting that they had done that in the decodes of I don't know just how to explain it like I wonder if they they probably have it on there but let's see if I can get the whole the whole booklet and show you what it looked like because I actually signed up for this fucking booklet and some person in Broomfield Colorado got it and I had to get the zero zero two one. Um, and so that sort of sucks because I like collecting that stuff, obviously. Um, do not have images on here anymore. What's going on? Oh, here we go. Um, let's see. I have a picture of what it, of what it looks like. Okay, so you can barely see it. So I've zoomed in. Sorry for these guys. It's on eBay. Uh, this person's selling it. He got a good deal on it. It was only 25 bucks. Is that brand new right now? I don't know. Well, that's the second printing. So you can see it says 000. And it says the lyrics to the devil. Sorry. People can't hear me. I wasn't really talking to that. The lyrics to the devil and God are raising inside me. So. Um, that one says it's fake, but on the back it says 2016. I don't know if that one's real, but basically that's what it looks like. It's a black sheet, um, and it feels like um, like almost like a weird, like silky, like construction paper, and um, then it has the masks inside of it, and it's printed like in a dot, uh, format, like it's dotted out like the faces, 
don't know if you guys have ever seen that in Adobe Photoshop, but you can do that. Um, and so that's pretty interesting. But anyways, that um, album has a bunch of conspiracies about this and what it looks like and the girl that's jumping down from this like girl that's in the same thing. So they do a lot of throwbacks and that's what's fucking badass about this album. I'm sorry I was sort of rambling on about that. Um, but that the album is a lot of fun if you're a brand new fan and even if you're not like it's um it's cool it's very chill and it's got a lot of uh angst i guess you could say behind it and um you know it's i don't know it definitely has an awesome place in my heart uh it's a great album so check out those ones uh next one is we came as romans cooked like cold like war so this album sorry take another drink um this is just a hands-on amazing album um i i had the opportunity to see them um perform this album and that was at it was supposed to be at in the venue but they put next door and i think it's called like bricks club or something like that now it's used to be club sound is what i used to know what it was and that was in salt lake city and i think i don't know this is just my general assumption and i haven't really read anything into it but i think they got in trouble by the dabc which is um like our you know the beverage police for alcohol here in utah and i think they got in trouble for free porn because we uh free porn is like anywhere else that's awesome where you just ask for a shot and the bartender pours it out well they have clickers here is a i guess a slang term for them and they do a, a one ounce I think they have 1.5 ounce now because I can think that's what you can get. So they have different clickers, but they're monitored and they go on top of uh, these bottles now. And so they have to click them out and verify how much, you know, alcohol was taken. And um, yeah, so that's basically our, like the place that we're at. And I think that's like how they got in trouble. And so that's why they changed their name. And I don't like the name of it. It looks stupid. And it looks like it says Pricks Club actually like in the dark. Because like the lighting. And so fix your lighting if you're listening to this. Or change the name again. I don't know. I don't like it. But anyways. I saw this amazing band. We came as Romans. And they played uh, Cold Like War. Uh, the actual song on there as well as um, their touring album with it and this album has only 35.2 thousand views on it come on guys it needs a little bit more than that um, this album is just amazing because this album brought back the band like together like they had broken up um, and this was their last well, their latest album uh, that came out and the one before that was 
you know, was their last one. Like, they took a pretty good hiatus. Um, I'm going to double check and see how long it was. And we came as Romans. And so, yeah, their last album came out in 2014. And that was Tracing Back Roots. And so, um, it says, on May 26, 2015, We Came as Romans announced the release of their self-titled fourth studio album, which took place on July 24th. He also released a single from the album called The World I Used to Know, along with a music video for Regenerate. The album was commercially successful, but received a mixed reception reception from fans due to marking a change in the band's sound. Uh, the band's headlining uh, 2015 Warp Store Warp Tour on main stage throughout the summer, and so. Um, On September 11th, the band released the title track to their album Cold Like War, scheduled for October 20th, 2017. It contains 10 tracks totaling about 39 minutes of playback time. And so, that album, yeah, it came out a lot later, you know, 2017. Um, I wouldn't say like a lot later, but it seemed like they were going through a lot of crazy shit, which it was, and you can tell that in this album, in my opinion, um, just because, let's see, just like Cold Like War, so we'll start with that, because the albums, or the songs, check out Cold Like War, Pouring Like Fire, Learn to Survive, Learn to Survive, and Encoder, um, yeah. Uh, so their first like intro to is just says war and war. It just like fades in and out like Christian does in and out. And um, Dave Stevens, their I guess you could say unclean vocal singer, so like screamer. Um, he says divided doubt grown to separate our weathered hearts search for home again too afraid to take those uncertain steps but two years ago we were stronger than and so cold like war uh joshua moore um loudwire said cold like war is a struggle uh those trials they can turn us towards each other towards those we love towards those who have supported us because the last two years to us have felt like a giant war an internal war to figure out the right path for our band to figure out how to stay together and be happy and so um they talk about a lot of this in their album so like cold like war they're being divided and then the other one that is really crazy to me that was awesome was uh foreign like fire and so, um, this one, they, it's just super deep because he talks about like him being on the road and then his girlfriend, like not believing that he was going to be there to help out 
um, when I think it who was I don't know if it was her someone she was related to had died and so in the bridge he says I swear to God I tried to come back home be by your side to hold you close while the sorrow spread to divide us both I swear to God I tried I swear to God I tried I'm the story of the one you used to love and then he screams I didn't want this I'm the story of the one you used to love and so that's like super deep um, and so basically what happened is in this interlude uh, they have a girl speaking probably um, reenactment of his girlfriend and he's, she said I spent the morning looking down at the baggage claim with yesterday your hand in mine sitting as you laid a world away and now the world's the words soaked into my head that your chest has stilled and I'll never see you again I'll never see you again so yeah it's like that that song right there is like crazy deep it um it really like hits home um because like if you if you ever I don't know ever had like a long distance relationship you know how hard it could be and when you're lying a world away like performing doing your job doing things that you know you're trying to help and provide for him and then a like envious feeling probably could come over that person who is a world away um just because they're like alone and they're trying their hardest and you know they probably have other opportunities especially in the still digital age with tinder and bumble and fucking matchmaker and all that crazy shit you know um it definitely can take a toll on you you know and so that's what the song's about um and their album like is very deep um however my favorite song on this album is uh learning to survive and this one for me like hit home like quite a bit um just cause like he talks about like in this so this lyric he says I can feel them watching me while I'm learning to survive staring at my broken will that I'm too tired to hide so many demons I can't escape burning my bridges to light the way I can feel them watching me, but I'll make it out alive. I'm learning to survive. And so, people are, like I said, like, in the other albums and reviews that I just did, like, we ha we do have a mental health issue problem, and a lot of people do have demons. And at that time for me, my demons always were, you know, still, like, my health, like, I'm still, like, battling with kidney failure and trying to find a transplant and um you know you do have a lot of demons and he talks about you know burning those bridges to light the way and so that could be a lot of different things that could be him burning bridges with you know his bandmates um 
burning bridges with relationships, you know, burning bridges with just life and, um, you know, like certain things you thought were true that weren't, you know, and things like that can be very hard for people. And so, um, just in the song, you know, he's just battling with these demons and, um, you know, sometimes you do get too tired to hide, like you just, you just give in to it. So, you know, it could be substance, you know, it could be whatever, um, you just give in to it. It could be sex, you know, give in to sex, give in to, you know, doing drugs, you could give in to whatever that you're trying to get off of, you know, you back off the wagon, on the wagon, off and on again, um, but that album's dope, um, I did like Encoder a lot, um, it's got, you know, a very, like, EDM feel, like, in the beginning, and, um, you know, they incorporate those, um, throughout the song and that. So the next one is Silverstein, and that's Dead Reflection. Um, so both these artists, all three of these artists, like these these albums were amazing. Like to me, they, um, like I said at the beginning, like either the first or second best album. You know, like it's very hard, um, even with brand new because all the throwbacks, and so it's sort of like a comp. Uh, combination of everything in there and then called like war just amazing because of what it took to make the album you know like thank god they fucking made this because the album's amazing and the lyrics are deep and again it makes you feel like you know like you can feel in these albums um like these this last year two years whatever it was it um it took a lot out of them and uh, to make it, and you know, it it was amazing that a lot of them even made this. So, Silverstein's album, Dead Reflection. Uh, check out the songs Retrograde, The Afterglow, Ghosts, and Lost Positives. Um, so, Retrograde is a freaking sweet song. Um, sorry, I'm just typing that in again. Um, I still love the beginning of it, like the, oh man, so like when you guys listen to this album or like on Spotify, you fall along, just like listen, you don't have to listen to the whole song, but just listen to that intro of them coming in uh, with those guitars and, you know, um, just, just the whole overall feel of the song is fucking sweet and yeah, I don't know how to say it. Just check it out. Um, I love the breakdown, though. Um, when you do check it out, he says, he breaks, it says, you know, it's like the breakdown. It says, it was my only fucking option. And it's just, after that, it's like, goes into this awesome, little crazy, crazy, awesome little bass riff. So, um, that's a great song you know this whole album is great and um the next song is the afterglow and this song um it's sort of just like classic like fun 
an awesome like silver steam you know it's got that bouncy feel um you know one of the great things is like street light swaying in the wind at night the freeways feeling like paradise no time won't change it can't erase it it's a long drive home we can pass the time by counting all the stars and the satellites no time won't change it can't erase it um so yeah i don't know i I don't know how to explain like these albums i feel like i'm just rambling on about like how great these artists are which i am but like I don't know how to explain, like, how great these songs are without, like, having music in it. And so you're going to have to imagine and just take my word for it, you know, to, like, check these albums out front to back um, because they're totally worth it. Um, Ghost is also another great song on there. Um, and these are, like, sort of an order of, like, my favorite ones to be to it um and this song was released on Sirius XM uh faction on October 13th 2016 the first original Silver song Silverstein song including fuck in the lyrics uh check out what vocalist Shane uh told said about it and so um yeah, it's really interesting. They use like fuck quite a bit in the new albums. Um, you know, it's getting a common word. Like, it is just a word, so you know, don't really worry about it. Um, the next band uh, for the top EP albums is the Neighborhood Heart EP, to and also to imagine EP, which is coming out. Well, it's already out, but it had come out early January 2018. So it's cool how they did that because it is hard and then to imagine. So that's sort of cool how they did that. And it's two EPs. Um, both the EPs say EP in the far left corner. You know, it's like a throwback. You know, they used to do that back in the day. And then five songs, 18 minutes and three seconds. And then... It, you know, on the first EP, the one that did come out for that year was Roll Call, You Get Me High, Noise, 24-7, and Saturdays. And Saturdays is spelled like S-A-D-D-E-R-D-A-Z-E. So, super clever. And I love when bands do, like, shit like that. It's fucking sweet. Um, EP on the next one that's coming out. Um, the to imagine was five songs at 17 minutes 47 seconds and it it continues so it says six seven eight nine ten doesn't just start with one um, and it says dust scary love heaven compass stuck with me um, these albums were amazing I love these little EPs I guess you could say from front to back um, hard says hard and it's in a bold font with a white background on top of a brick uh, graffitied building uh, with a w- that's also white. Um, and they did this in black and white. And then when they came out with the two imagine one, it was a huge like thing because they they do all their album covers in black and white, like. Um, 
like a quick Google search of that will show you. Let's see. So the neighborhood albums, album covers. Um, if you look online with me right now, all of them are in black and white. Like everything's black and white, you know. Um, and so it was a huge thing um, when they came out with this one like in semi-color like it's still black and white but it's got like a like different triangles and uh rectangle shapes like the far left one's green and then it goes to a like deep purplish blue and then through it has a triangle going through it um on an angle and that one's like a more like a like a dark pink I'm trying to like a fuchsia I guess you could say but like a deep fuchsia and then it has an old uh, looks like a Chevy a Chevy car I don't know if it's convertible or like it's got a like a trunk space in the back of it it's an Eldorado but um, anyways uh, could be an Oldsmobile too um, on the top of it, the hood is red and then it's yellow on the thing. But the cool thing is on that, uh, license plate, it says to imagine and it has a two and then a number one and then an M and a four and a G and an N and then a three. So it says to imagine, but, um, yeah, it's cool how they did that. And so check out the song, Scary Love. And then you get me so high, heaven and twenty four seven. Um, so if we check this band out on Genius really quick, let's see here. Uh, start this back up. Sorry for the people that were listening. I just started to back up. I took a drink. I don't know why I paused it, but people are watching. They know uh, that happened. So. There you go. So that's something different. Anyways, uh, so if we go into the neighborhood and check them out and see what these EPs did, I can tell you really quick. So the hard to imagine one has 235,000 views for that. And then is that the same thing? Nope. Oh, did they combine it? That's weird. All right. Um, and then the two imagine one has two hundred ninety-five thousand, almost two hundred ninety-six thousand. It's at twenty-nine point five. I mean, twenty two hundred ninety-five point nine. Got a little dyslexic there. Um, so, two imagine sometimes stylized as two imagine, um, just lowercase in italicized is the fifth EP from the California and indie and alternative band The Neighborhood it is a follow up project to their 217 EP Hard which was released on January 12 2018 before 2 Imagine was announced it was referred to as EP2 by some of the band members after the release of their first single from this EP Scary Love um, they created a, a playlist on Spotify titled Hard to Imagine. This playlist 
includes all of the tracks on hard and also the entirety of to imagine connecting the two eps together on january 24th 2018 they released a video entitled hard to imagine featuring songs from both eps and so it's pretty cool and clever how they did that i love how they uh did that their hard ep here uh, that was released on September 22nd, 2017. So this was the album that uh, made the list. But the other one came out so soon I had to combine it. Plus it was dope how they did that. Hard to imagine. But anyways, that one has 289 views so far on uh, Genius. And Hard, which is sometimes stylized as Hard, and that one's capitalized, is the fourth EP from the California Energy Alternative Band. Um the neighborhood releasing almost two years later after their 205 or 200 2015 sophomore album wiped out many of the tracks were teased on instagram months prior to the release roll call and noise um, were also performed live multiple times to imagine as the follow-up et ep from hard and it connects them together so that album um, is really sweet. So some of those are on the hard one and the other ones, um, you know, are on the other EP. But um, Scary Love just got a freaking sweet beat to it. Like at the beginning, it's very catchy. All these songs are catchy. Um, you Get Me So High is awesome. Um, I remember talking to one of my friends and she loves the neighborhood and um, i was talking to adri your name and we were sitting there well not sitting we were just texting and talking back and forth about it and um that one is like one of my favorite songs like of all time by them and she really likes this song too and so um you get me so high deals with the success of their double platinum hit sweater weather and how it affected the band members. It is the second track on the band's 2017 EP, Hard, and the ninth track on their self-titled third studio album, The Neighborhood. So they did a self-titled album as well, um, which they released on March 9th, 2018. And according to this, they have eight different covers. Um, that they did and a lot of them were the singles so they listed different singles um on there and there's a breakdown of the different uh albums and where they're produced and who they're produced by so that's cool that they had a lot of different producers um so you can see that if you're watching online and so on the that album um, this one has Flowers, Scary Love, Nervous, Void, Softcore, Blue, Saturdays, Revenge, You Get Me So High, Reflections, Too Serious, and Stuck With Me. So it was cool because they had, you know, a handful of different songs um, as well as the other ones that put them all together. And so that one has 827,000.4 views. Um, and that album, like I said, came out March 9, 2018. Alright, so on to the next one, the tap the uh, the top rap album, Eminem, and that's Revival. 
Um, it has an American flag on it. It says Revival on the top right-hand side, but it has a horizontal red line running through the bottom of it, so it's cut off the letters. So it actually looks like it says Revival, but with an A and an I. And as usual, with the tag um, of Parental Advisory, explicit content for Eminem as usual it's like his calling card I remember back in the day that was like the <clears throat> like the thing that parents were so worried about like that this had parental advisory but little known fact the artist has sole discretion of if they want to put that on there the FCC in the I I or R-I-A-A, the recording industry. Um, I think, I forgot what that actually stands for, recording industry, something association. The Recording Industry Association of America, so they put America on it. But um, the FCC, too, it's it's all uh, optional if you want to put the parental advisory on it. But a lot of bands do that because they think, um, you know, it attracts like the rebel in all the uh, the youth and the scene. And it sort of does. Like it attracted me. Like that's why I like to that, like buy Eminem stuff uh, like back in the day um, with that. So, I mean, there's some logic to that. And... Um, it also, you know, I guess, I don't know, it's like a throwback for like the musicians too, in a sense, you know, because they like did the same thing if they ever had, um, you know, artists that they'd like to listen to that had a parental advisory sign on it. So this Eminem album, uh, Revival, was released on December 15th, 2017, and this has 10 Point two million views. Um, Revival is Eminem's highly anticipated ninth studio album that released on December fifteenth, two thousand seventeen. It is the follow up to two thousand thirteen Marshall Mathers LP two. So four fucking years in between. Uh, this was crazy. Like I didn't even know that he was really releasing an album. Um, and anyways, it was uh. Promoted with a cryptic mark marketing campaign for a fake pharmaceutical company in late October 2017. See below. Uh, the names ties into continued use of drug reference and relapse that came out in 2009 and recovery 2010. In his album title, in his album titles, um, Eminem explains that revival as a double entendre. Uh, Revival for himself, but also hopefully a revival for America. The album does contain politically charged tracks such as Untouchable and Like Home. In the final two tracks, Castle and the Rose, the revival obtains particular importance in an almost literal sense. Uh, Eminem first hinted at a new album back in October 2016 when he dropped his politically charged campaign speech. Um, song. Incidentally, this revival campaign became 
began two weeks after the after he blasted President Trump with the song Storm. Fans continued to wait with rumors circulating until early October when producer and Eminem film collaborator Mr. Porter confirmed that the album was already finished. The official release date was first announced via Twitter by Dr. Dre, used as prescribed by Dr. Eminem, and that was November 28, 2017, and that has uh, 33,000 likes on it. And so if you play this, let's see, it just talks about revival. So that's a promo of it. So it's like the pharmaceutical thing. Um, On November 2000, or gosh, man, November 10th, 2017, Eminem released the first single, Walk on Water, which featured Beyonce on December 5th. Eminem released the official track list for the album via Twitter. The album's art was released on the 7th of December along with its second single, Untouchable. On December 13th, 2017, the entire album was leaked from a CD rip that went viral on Reddit two days before its official release. The album title for Revival was also used in the memory as a tribute to Alicia Lemke, who sadly passed away in August of 2015 due to leukemia. Her vocals are featured on the eighth track revival, The Interlude. So, this album definitely was politically charged. You know, um, reminds me of like a Nimrod, a little bit of it. Um, but he uh, definitely spits a lot of hate towards President Trump on it. And that wasn't even the reason that, you know, people liked it you know i think it definitely was obviously um playing to the crowd you know um during that time a lot of people were like man is trump gonna be doing anything is he gonna be helping out in any way you know um definitely politically charged but um definitely eminem man like that's why i liked it um it definitely was something that he uh you know he felt very passionate about um as he usually does with everything and so um this track list uh says revival this is the back list of it and it says track list uh features the revival logo from the cover art at the top the lines behind the tracks are nearly the same ones like the lines behind the revival campaign logo logo i'll bet with an extra line from the fake advertisement on askaboutrevival.com when they are turned 90 degrees to the left. Um, so, yeah. Pretty cool, you know. Everyone's doing, like, their own little marketing campaign. You know, he did this as a pharmaceutical company. Um, you know, very awesome. Um, it's cool. People get clever on their marketing, as they should, you know. So, that was dope. Uh, I want you guys to check check out the songs uh, River, Tragic Endings, Chorus Septic, and Heat. Um, yeah, I like Tragic Endings a lot in River. like all those songs on there. 
are great. Um, does a good job with that. The top pop album is Imagine Dragons Evolve. Uh, this one has a light spectrum going down in a triangle and a person being levitated up towards it, but like a rag doll. Um, and it says Imagine Dragons in their logo and then Evolve. The E's are backwards on Evolve. And then this uh, one that I have online, if you're following along, is the International Deluxe, as well as the E's are being backwards as well. I uh, want you guys to check out the songs I Don't Know Why, Walking on the wi- Walking the Wire, Whatever It Takes, and Rise Up. The runner-ups for this pop category were Foster the People, their album uh, Sacred Hearts Club, and then Ed Sheeran, uh, his album Divide. Um, this album, Imagine Dragons, um, I like Imagine Dragons quite a bit. Um like they started out in Utah where I'm from um I was in the scene late to that because I hadn't lived there yet but um I did see them on a rooftop concert before they blew up and then uh had their um I guess their headquarters or their base in Las Vegas so um this album uh Evolve came out on June 23rd, 2017, and this album has 6.7 million views on it so far. Um, so, this album was awesome, though. Um, probably one of my more favorite albums by them. Uh, you know, I did like their previous albums. Um, you know, Smoke and Mirrors, uh was a great album but it didn't like i don't know how to explain it um just like all the albums like i said like it didn't have the heart behind it on the on the smoke and mirrors like it probably did like and he had very personal um i don't know personal things people have with music is also not subjective but like everyone has their own opinion on it because I guess you know it is that way and it always will be that way and that's what's cool about it and so these are my you know interpretations of this album and how badass it was so Evolve um, is the third studio album from the American rock band Imagine Dragons released on June 23rd 2017 by Interscope in Kitted Corner um, is the follow-up to their 2015 sophomore record album, Smoke and Mirrors. So, three years on that one, in between time. Uh, when commenting on the difference between Evolve and his predecessor frontman, Dan Reynolds, shared, Smoke and Mirrors was really uh, introspective for me. There was self-doubt, uh, doubt about belief, doubt about this world, it was a searching record. This record is a place of arrival. This transition sets the tone for the record as whole. While touring with Smoke and Mirrors, Dan found himself engulfed in depression, which he has struggled with since he was young. The band took a break, and Dan focused on improving his mental health. The album captures the growth and improvement, says Dan. The record encapsulates color in a new way when smoke and mirrors came out 
and I started seeing all these headlines that were like, Dan Reynolds depressed as hell. It was a shameful period for me. I didn't want that to be a notion of the record, but now that we've gotten past it, I'm proud of what the album stands for. I'm proud of hopefully making others who deal with depression to not feel so alone and know that though that through work and reflection and reaching out to someone that you can make that can make you stronger. I'm proud of that. So this record to me is really a celebration in a lot of ways. It's an elvo an an elv an evolution, man. An evolution of mind and sonics. In multiple interviews, Dan has also included commentary on the shift of uh, mature maturation in sound. Is that a word? I guess. I don't know. I've never really seen that. I would just say ma- new mature, more mature sound and evolved represents for the band. Dan to Entertainment Weekly said, We wanted to be selective about each noise in the past. All of our sonic textures have been almost a wall of noise and music. But we've found through this process that you can uh, you can be just as emotional as in just as grand using maybe four instruments as opposed to using 50. So um, in the past, I think we this is still him talking in the past. I think um, this was a review to a journal. Um, in the past, I think we were having trouble putting down on paper the thoughts that were in our minds sometimes. Sometimes we're overproduced. With this record, we were able to take a very minimalistic approach. Being in producers, uh, bring in producers to help us pin down what Imagine Dragons is. Sometimes it takes an outside eye to come in and say, you don't need 50 layers of violin on this song. Let's just have one violin. That sounds right. So, um, this album was, yeah, it was just great. Um, it did show how amazing, like, just simplest simple sounds instead of all those layers that you're used to came out and i think that's why i liked it too you know like when bands like can make a sound with like i don't know just how people used to make sounds you know like they there wasn't all this digitization of layers and stems and all sorts of chaos just to make a particular sound when you know you it sounds just great with a regular violin, just one drums, like just singing, going back to the guitars, having cool solos and shit like that. Um, it says the this album um, for this cover art represents to me. We came to we came from a place searching and feeling lost to a place of being okay with not having the answers in our lives and letting go of that. So, um, these are just different album covers. Uh, this is back if you're following online. Um, this is a cool insert, it looks like. Uh, it says Evolve and it has a star shape with the people in their silhouettes uh, yellow and green. 
with the E's backwards, and then a um, column. Dan Rails is sitting down on one of the columns, and the guitars and basses and drummers are all standing up um, with the silhouette. And Dan's silhouette is a little pink salmon color on it. Um, let's see. So I don't know why uh, that awesome bass line. It's cool. The chorus is catchy. Walking the wire is very deep, um, and talking about you know relationships and then you know whatever it takes and then rise up. You know the titles for themselves speak about the songs. Um, so definitely check those out. So with all that happening, you know that's that is the top albums um, and the rewards uh, for 2017. Um, the honorable mentions, um, and this is in the no order, uh, was Paramore After Laughter, Our Last Night, Selective Hearing, Paris, All We Know of Heaven, All We Need of Hell, I Prevail, Lifelines, Out of Sight by Richie, Martin Jensen, uh, his singles they had, uh, Sleeping with Sirens, Gossip, Lights, Skin and Earth, Foo Fighters, Concrete and Gold, Beck, Colors, Drake, More Life, Harry Styles, Harry Styles, Self-Titled, Taylor Swift, Reputation, Khalid, American Teen, Kendrick Lamar, Damn, g Easy, The Beautiful and the Damned, Story of the Year, Wolves, Black Bear, Cyber Sex, New Politics, Lost in Translation, Portugal, The Man, Woodstock, Neck Deep, The Peace and the Panic, Shawn Mendes, Illuminate, The Vamps, Night and Day, Green Day, um, Revolution Radio. So, um, dang, those people online just saw it. But I'm going to do the top album review um, separate um, just because um, I'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, I have some uh, speaking uh, me speaking about it um just cool lyrics that i liked about it and then um i do want to listen to the album um one more time just to get it fresh in my head so when i talk about it for you guys um you know you can see the passion and emotion of it um that will be a little bit shorter than this but let's see what we're going on here guys um we're about two hours and 42 minutes in uh, it's probably one of my longest podcasts I've done. I might have to split this up into three parts with um, the top band and album of that. Um, and, you know, if you're listening, you want to check it out. And if you did check out that Spotify list, like I was saying, um, you will know who the top artist is. And you can cheat your way and check that out. Listen to that album before you listen to me talk about it. Check out the lyrics. Go on Genius and look at that. But um, we are done for the top albums of um, 2017 and their review and their awards. Um, thank you guys for following along online. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking about these awesome bands and i will talk about more bands uh coming up um you know that top album you can listen to um be ready for that i will post that 
as soon as I can and get that up for you so you guys can check it out. So if you want, subscribe to Liquid Sessions on YouTube, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Um, my Liquid Air is the other one. So L-I-Q-I-D-E-A-R. Um, Liquid Air is where you can find my Instagram and check out all the other bands um, that I, I uh, had the autographs for or whatever different concerts. Uh, check out some food that I've prepared um, and read up on my website. You know, if we want to get this musician's resort going, um, definitely, you know, share with your friends. Uh, subscribe, like I said, and um, hopefully this will work out to everyone's benefit because you know i want to help change the world uh with uh music and charity and so i'm just here to help push and evolve this market into something beautiful something different and something revolutionary um so i'm talking to you sir richard and holly branson this is your version disruptor and I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was a great podcast. It was fun talking to you. Love you. Um, keep it up, Droplets. I got some new content in here um, from the 1975 brief inquiry into online relationships. Um, some interesting stuff in there. And then Panic at the Disco. Then uh, Falling in Reverse, Losing My Mind. And then, you know, I got concert videos too. So last one I just went to was K-Flay and Donna Missell, and uh, that concert was awesome. So if you like K-Flay and like that album, definitely check that out. And then I have The Neighborhood on there, The Imagine Dragons from Love Loud, um, Became as Romans as well, and then Day to Remember and Falling in Reverse. So pretty cool stuff. I uh, got some concerts on there. Thank you guys for listening. Love you. Uh, droplets, keep in contact. Send some comments if you guys want. Um, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Um, keep on listening to music. Let me know like what some of your favorite bands were and what your top 2017 list would be like. Have a great rest of your week. Enjoy that warm weather if you got it. Um, help send good vibes and everything for the people in Hawaii and anyone else suffering around the world you know um our world is uh pretty fucking ruthless right now and um it'd be great to have some awesome energy going out to any of those people that are affected anyways i'm out